Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Kevin O'Connell back for another uh, episode, if you will, or another audio piece of audio content for the niche movement. So what we have here uh, is we had this idea with um, my chief editor, Carmen, as well as our social media intern, Jaylene. Jaylene is a senior at George Washington University. Uh, we had this idea of like, how do we continue to create more content outside of fireside chat interview guests uh, or me doing some speaking or, or, or other interviews with other people and how to create something a little bit more where I open up a little bit more as well, as well as share some just my random thoughts. And when I say random or candid thoughts, Jaylene prepared about five or six different questions and I even told her two weeks before recording, it's like, don't tell me the questions. I just, I wanna find out what's on your mind, what you wanna talk about, what you think our audience would be interested in. So what this podcast is, and I think this will come at a very special time around here, around the holidays of 2018 and the new year of 2019, is she asked me a handful of questions of, of goal setting, of habits, of motivation, how I work as an entrepreneur, as far as, you know, how do I deal with the high highs, the low lows? We, not gonna lie, I, I get a little vulnerable here and share about my experience of battling with mental health this year. But conversely, how I've reached some of my, my biggest goals and milestones of my personal and professional lives. So I think this will be a really good episode for anybody that just, one, just loves this type of uh, inspirational reset, reflection type of podcast episodes or content. But also for those of you that might be just struggling a little bit or looking for some new thoughts or I think the other thing I share is just to realize that not every everybody has it figured out, including yours truly here. So enjoy this episode from the niche movement of our intern Jaylene Perez interviewing me, uh, going through about five, six different questions. This is about 35 minutes long, but I really love to hear your thoughts and, and I do throw it in there, but if I can help you out as an entrepreneur accountability buddy or just somebody that's, that's working towards a goal, whether it's career transition or something personally or professionally, hit me up and let me know at KOCO83 on Instagram or Twitter, or you can email me at Kevin at the niche Hope all's well. And whether you're listening to this around the holidays, happy holidays, or if it's the new year, have a happy new year and an awesome 2019. Thank you. So 2019 will be unofficially like the seventh year, I think, since the initial movement ever existed, but it'll be like my, I think like f probably fifth year since I've gone out to work for my for myself. So I think for, for 2019, I look back at like this year, since you started, I told you like we've done, we didn't have a chance to do any events here in 2018. Mm -hmm. Part of me is disappointed but the other part of me, um, I'm pretty happy with what we've done so far because I've been able to run my other business, FY and Creative, mm -hmm. be a professor at GW, at the same time keeping the niche movement afloat digitally. So we've had tons of digital content, we've been super consistent, we've grown our contributing editor base, and so I think that was a good feeling for me to know that like I can put my energy in other things while keeping the niche movement community afloat, connecting people, helping one another. For 2019, what I really want to do is, I've been sitting on this idea for at least a year and a half, two years. I would love to either publish and or start potentially a second book. That's a huge undertaking. 
I think the second thing is I would love to obviously do some more events, but I don't want to like put so much pressure on myself where it's like, um, I want to do it where it would look easy. And so I know I've talked with you and Carmen um, a couple weeks ago, but like even if it's just one event every quarter, so four events total, and whether they're all here in D.C. or not, that would be awesome. But I would love to do them again strategically around certain types of topics versus just interviewing a random person or two. I'd rather, um, whether that's panel-based, whether that's um, a sit-down fire chat, fireside chat interview, whether it's a networking event, happy hour, I'd, I want to have a kind of a purpose to them. And then the third thing that I really want to launch is now that I've been working for myself for four plus years and had a side hustle from, from 2002 to 2014 is I think there's other people in my position that are trying to build their personal brand trying to start a side hustle or trying to take a side hustle and maybe grow it or take a side hustle and take that leap of faith and go work for themselves. So my goal for 2019, probably the biggest goal for the niche movement is how do I continue to evolve this whole finding your niche and, and helping people find a career they love, but maybe it's not a career. Maybe it's them starting their side hustle or a business. And so I want to share all of my tips and tricks and, and really the tactics that I learned both from just trying and failing, trying and winning, and then also a lot of the resources that I've collected. So that's probably my biggest, outside of potentially doing a book, my biggest thing is how do I create content, courses, programs, workshops, et cetera, mm -hmm. around um, starting a side hustle or st side hustle to taking a leap of faith, whatever that means for, for people. So that's probably my biggest goal. Yeah. So I look back kind of in, in, I think this is just my DNA of how I left college, but then still worked on a traditional college campus is I still, even though I'm out, out of higher ed and out of student affairs, mm -hmm. I still think in, in like semester bases, right? And the, I think there are a lot of reasons I think like that. One, because I adjunct at GW. Two, I have a variety of interns that work for me, so they're always on this like 13 to 15 week sprint of, of, of helping us out. So I've never left that mentality. And I always think that whether it's Labor Day to the holidays, then yeah, we'll pause it. <laughs> Um, why don't you ask that question again, and we'll, I'll okay. take it from the top. That way, I don't have to go crazy editing. Okay, so how do you go about goal setting, and how do you choose where to focus your efforts? Mm -hmm. uh, so what I was saying earlier is, I think because I've worked on college campuses pretty much for all of my career in some capacity or another, whether it was working at Rutgers or now having higher ed clients as well as adjuncting at GW. I think in these like semester basis and, and I think the other additional reason is because I have a lot of interns and college students that work for me so they're always on that 13-15 week sprint mentality of like how much work can they get done in their portfolio and how can they help us in, in that amount of time. Anyway, I really kind of still live in that like 
Labor Day to holiday time, time frame, taking some time off resetting. Then you have January to like May, and so that's another spring semester, plus it's my birthday and wedding anniversary, so that's a time that I take the time to reset, and then I look at June through August, and then again, it's like vacation. So I, I look at it in like three kind of chunks, and it's not necessarily every six months, every three months, et cetera, but I think the one thing that I have picked up since working for myself, and this would be a big piece of advice to anybody doing a side hustle or that are working for themselves, is I look at 90-day increments, and really it's quarterly. And I didn't really start doing that until I started working myself. And what I mean by quarterly increments or 90-day sprints is um, how much, sure, how much can I physically get done in those 90 days? And so whether that's balancing niche movement content that we're doing, whether it's um, me doing client-facing work with FYN Creative, whether it's me teaching and doing semester stuff, but like how much can I get done in 90 days? And sure, I can make goals, but quickly what I realize is things take longer. I have to be okay with that and they take longer for a variety of reasons. But the biggest reason I look at 90-day increments working for myself, and this is gonna be completely different than people that don't work for themselves, is can I survive for those, do I have a 90-day runway of finance, you know, finances? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is not only just for me, but do I, what can I do with the finances I have for those 90 days? Is it buying a new piece of camera equipment? Is it reinvesting it into interns to help with internal and external projects? Is it um, upgrading my WeWork office? Is it saving the money? Whatever it might be. And so I always look at 90-day increments uh, financially. And now I'm, I'm to the phase this year where I'm looking at 180-day or six-month increments of financial, um, not even freedom, but being practical. And so that's probably the biggest goal of mine. That's how I goal set. And so I kind of work backwards. If I know that the next six months or 90, or 90 days look really good and I, I have a I, have an, I know how many projects are coming in and what that looks like proposal-wise, financially, scope of work, then I can plan what I need to do and what goals I can achieve. If I also know like, hey, June through July is gonna be a slower time of year, then that might be good for me to work on stuff internally or, or not set as many goals, or maybe I need to like get more aggressive and, and try to you know, bring in more clients or do more workshops, whatever it might be, do more marketing. So those are probably some of the ways that I set goals. But as far as like sitting down and writing them down or, or doing really like, what do they call um, Not STEM, but uh, uh, it's like four, four words. You know what I'm talking about? It's uh, ha- has to be measurable, has to be attainable. I forget, map or something like that. Whatever the acronym is, like measurable, attainable, something like that. I don't really do that anymore. Um, but I will say, I think the last goal that I made for myself, like a big goal was last December when my wife and I were on vacation over the holidays, we were walking and talking, uh, we were down in South Carolina. I said, Courtney, here, here's, a, here's two big goals, goals of mine. And I still haven't really re- revealed them. And um, the one is definitely, it looks like is coming true uh, this year. So, and that was just more of like a, a mindset of like, this is what I want to happen. I put it out there in my own head and it's somehow weirdly come true almost. So, um, so that's, that's how I do that. Mm-hmm. So nothing practical, but, or nothing like super, like, I don't have a, I don't, have, I don't have a five step process. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might, people might listen to this and be like, well, I need a five step process. Well, 
I think if you, if you think really big and you think of something that you want to achieve on a yearly basis, but then work in 90 day increments, um, I think that could help. So. so it's kind of about like setting goals where you know you can have like those small steps to like keep you going slowly. Yeah, yeah. And you have to, I have to be okay too with my goals. Like one of the projects I'm working on um, on my personal brand with FY and Creative is uh, earlier this year I had this big goal of like, I want to do this digital success story feature of like small businesses that are really doing great things with social media. And we did it. We filmed it in June, July, and August. Here it is almost December 1st, and we're still in post, we're still editing, and the reason is because we've been inundated with other work, with niche movement work, with teaching, with um, client work with FY and Creative, and I have to, I have to if I had it my way, that would have went out on September 1st, and we just... I, I have to be okay with uh, where we're at and the resources I have available and as well as the two video editors that work for me. I can't inundate them so much. So so I, I have to be flexible with my own goals. But that was like a big goal of mine and I, it still hasn't been released. And it stresses me sometimes, but it also I have to remember like, it's not the end of the world. We'll, we'll do something with it. And um, so, yeah. According to U.S. News, 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by the second week of February. Do you have any, like, advice? Like, how do you get over that slump? Because yeah. I feel like a lot of us, like, you know, we make all of those plans. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those statistics. I think we all are. Mm -hmm. So. Or maybe how, yeah. like, like you're saying, like, you kind of have to be, like, okay mm -hmm. with, like, not all of your goals getting achieved. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you come to that yeah. place of, yeah. Failure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, I remember two years ago. I there's a lot of things that I've tried, but two years ago I specifically remember going on Amazon on like December 28th, and I bought like two different journals. Uh, I think one was like the My Morning Journal, and the other one was like a productivity to do list. Mm -hmm. And for the first like three weeks, I was crushing. I was waking up every morning at 6:37 a.m. and I would write in it there was a mantra you'd write out what you want to achieve that day what you're grateful for what do you need to get done mm -hmm. and I can tell you like even like right now my wife and I are moving and we're packing up stuff and I, I found it I literally had to dust it off I'm like I used it for three weeks and, and I just it just was like yeah it kind of helps but at the same time I'm more the person where it's it's in my head I write it down I just I get it done mm -hmm. so same thing with like fitness but I think the, the couple of things that I have found is accountability so I am awful at self-imposed deadlines and so whether that means prof professionally personally or like health wise or, or or like hey I'm gonna lose 10 pounds or work out I am awful with that like I procrastinate I, I lose motivation uh, and, and enthusiasm enthusiasm really quickly mm -hmm. and so the personal example is on June 9th in 2019, my goal is to, run, is to do a, a half Ironman. Mm -hmm. Swim, bike, run. And I realized that I was gonna go at it alone, but now I have like two friends that are gonna do it with me, but I've shared it on social media. So like everybody now kind of asks me like, how's training? Mm -hmm. um, so like it's a topic that I, 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 I need to do. Uh, or it's a topic that always comes up. Uh, the second thing is I'm awful at swimming. So I, I was like, I can't just, Procrastinating. I can't show up on June 9th and just be like, ah, I didn't really swim. I'm just going to, yeah. like, I literally had to, like, pay my own money to, like, hire a, um, a coach at the YMCA to teach me swim. I think I told you, like, mm -hmm. so, like, I'm, I'm financially invested in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. 
um, I'm not good at, so I found something I'm not good at where I need coaching, which I couldn't tell you the last time I had a, a sports coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think finding something, um, so what, that's a personal example. Professionally, you know, I have you and, and Carmen helping out with the niche movement, and I've told Carmen, I'm like, by you coming up with a content calendar, meaning her, and you tell me, all right, we're gonna do a two minute video series, tell me what videos and when you need it by, and I'm gonna get it to you. Mm-hmm. If we just said, hey, Kev, get me a couple videos, tell me a deadline and when you need it and why you need it by that date, and I'm gonna get it to you. Mm-hmm. So professionally, um, I think that's the toughest thing as an entrepreneur, like, sure, I have clients and other people I need to like, places I need to be and things I need to get to them, and I, I do that, like, I don't miss those deadlines, but self-imposed, deadlines or goals, I need people to like either be telling me what they need, when they need it, or I need to either be invested or other people be like, hey, we're going to go for a run or we're going to do this. And so that just, that's, that works for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it works for other people, but that's how I make sure I don't lose motivation. And I think the other thing I've realized at my age is any type of physical activity is definitely tied to my mental health. Mm-hmm. And I remember in October, I didn't work out as much as I should have. And i feel like my mental health and, and, and motivation and it just wasn't there so mm-hmm. uh, but yeah 2019 I think people like are they're more goal oriented and like fret restart I look at it as more as like how can you take those those one or two weeks and just just not do anything and refresh and not because when you start the new year you put so much pressure on yourself mm-hmm. to start something new so uh, so yeah I think it's more just like reset and maybe reevaluate and then solely add a, add a goal on or, or, or make it super tangible, which is what a lot of people say. Like make, make it small, um, make it something you can just add to, your, to a habit. Like instead of working out seven days a week, work out two days a week, 20 minutes each, whatever it might be. So, yeah. so that it's not like super overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but have people that can support you or, or, or be with you on that journey. Mm-hmm. So, so I will, I'll put that out there. I don't know what we're going to do with this audio episode, but like, if there are people side hustle or entrepreneurship, like I'll be your entrepreneurship accountability buddy. Like tell me what you're trying to achieve. And I've had people do that with me. So, mm-hmm. um, so you kind of talked about like the, it's, I think with the new year coming, it's not just a time for goal setting, but it's also like a time for reflection mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so why do you think that's important? Like, why do you think that's an Well, I think it goes to like one of your first questions, like goals, 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 how do we set them? And then we have to be okay with if we don't reach them. But mm-hmm. I think we're, we already, before we know it, it'll be 2019 and, and the new year be here and you have a new goal or whether it's you're looking to get promotion or you're looking to um, find a partner or you're looking to switch careers completely or go back to school, whatever it might be, run a race. Um, I don't think you whether it's the last three months, six months, a year, two years, three years, four years, like I don't think we really put in hindsight, like wow, look how much I achieved in that mm-hmm. X amount of time frame. And I battle with that all the time, but I, I, like, I, I told you a few minutes ago, like there was a goal or two I had in my mind walking down in South Carolina, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize one, it'd be tangible till about three months ago, mm-hmm. and two, that it's even happening. Like I'm, I'm like, almost like, how did this all happen? But it wasn't the last year of work. It was the last four years of work. Mm. And I, I don't know if it was my cousin or somebody's like said like all the seeds that you planted um, are now like they're flourishing and they're blossoming. Mm-hmm. 
you're meeting new people and, and your work's speaking for yourself and people you know want to want to connect with you and partner with you etc so it wasn't necessarily the the year that i had this year professionally financially etc wasn't because of the goal i set on january 1st of 2018 mm -hmm. it was all the work that i've done probably three four five years ago mm -hmm. so i think that's why i look back a little bit backwards of like okay well what are the things maybe i did in 2018 that will help me do do stuff in 2019 mm -hmm. or what what did i what did I miss or what did I fail on or what, what did I learn and how can I make a, a reasonable goal for 2019 or the next year? To be honest with you, and, and just even this week, spending time with my family, I'm super grateful for my health. Mm -hmm. I have some close people to me, uh, older in life, people my age, people younger than me, that I'm just hearing a lot of different stories and just like, they shouldn't be going through what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I can say um, 10 minutes ago, like, yeah, one of my goals is to do a half Ironman. One of the things when I when I meditate uh, or, or when I when I'm exercising is like thank you you know and my wife is my wife has instilled this in me because she's a big runner but she'll like finish her run and kind of like say to herself thank you for my legs thank you for my heart thank you for like my ability to do this mm -hmm. so sure health is big I'm grateful for that um, screw it I'll share it um, I think that's the reason part of me being not only vulnerable but transparent like I also were I told you like my physical activity was tied to my health mm -hmm. um, for the first time ever like I worked with a career coach a couple of years ago but like uh, I decided to go see a therapist this mm -hmm. summer mm -hmm. I knew something wasn't right I was really shocked and shooken up by the deaths of Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade and like how people put them on a pedestal of success. I wrote a whole blog post around it, but like that really shook me. Um, and, and so like whether the therapist I went to see worked or what, like, but, but I, I felt like there were some things that I got out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm super grateful that not only did I realize that something was off, uh, that I had the uh, means to, to have insurance to go do something like that, but then I actually followed through on it because I think a lot of people keep it built, built up. Um, and I feel like I should probably do it more, so I'm grateful for that. And then I really am, am grateful for, um, you know, it's kind of the blog post I wrote for Thanksgiving is there's a hand, there's, my network has grown exponentially down here, but yes, my core friends and family uh, but people like you and all the just all the different people that I associate with myself on a daily, weekly, monthly, annual basis. So whether it's a client I do work with once a year, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, you guys as interns and support staff for Industry Movement and FY and Creative, like super grateful for that because I wouldn't be having the year into directory for next year of where I'm at. So, and then yeah, obviously like my wife and all that stuff. But I think the the big two is is uh, physical mm -hmm. health and 
and the, the mental health. And I, I think I've seen a lot of people that I know and don't know come out on Instagram and YouTube talk about it. And mm-hmm. I think that's good. Um, but I, I, I think it's good for people to come out about it if it's if it means the right intentions. Because I think some people are like, wow, I thought they had all their shit figured out mm-hmm. based on their Instagram stories or based on their interactions. Yeah. So I think it's good to hear that not the people you think have it figured out have it figured out. But I, I'm by no means uh, saying the second thing of mental health just for the hell of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I still don't know how to talk about it because I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's lonely working for yourself sometimes. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's a little bit of the theme of this of like, uh, you are, you you celebrate the highest highs, the lowest lows. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's financial unpredictability. There's especially as a solopreneur, like you have to. You're the billing department. You're the accounts receivable department. You're the accountant at times. Mm-hmm. You're the creative person. You're the public speaker. You're the te- like. I wear so many different hats, yeah. and, and I love it because every day is different. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like especially talking about reflecting, like, should I have spent more time doing this? Uh, you know, I even think about this year when we started the podcast of, like, the initial we haven't done any events, but we've kept this digital community afloat. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, the other parts of my, my business or, or my professional life have grown. And so I'm like, is there a correlation? Like, next year maybe I do more initial events. Am I not, like, there's, some, there's a lot of things that's, that ruminate in my head. And so... Mm-hmm. It's a lonely place because there's only so much that I can talk to my wife about it. She's great, but like there's only so much like that she either has context of or that she wants to hear about or just it's a Wednesday night how much I can talk about. Yeah. There's so much that my parents understand what I even do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much that I can talk to you guys about. Uh, and so it's, it's not the easiest thing. And I think for anybody that whether they work for themselves or if they or a college student, or if they work for a, a boss or somebody that they feel like they can't talk to, they need to, if, if they feel like they're doing a lot of different multiple priorities, personally, professionally, health-wise, they need to like talk, to, potentially talk to somebody. I know that kind of helped me a little bit mm-hmm. because it can be lonely, especially the older you get, so. Yeah, I think it's definitely like, a, it helps to like ground you yeah. once you're able to talk to someone about it. And yeah. it's like, especially if they're not like too close with the situation. Yeah. So you get some outside perspective. Yeah, I think outside perspective is huge. I think getting some um, potential tactics or just ways to look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think it's helped everything for me from like communication to looking at hindsight to putting myself in other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still not easy, but I think, you know, one of the things I always say here, I'm a WeWork member and I would. I would totally take more advantage of it. They used to have like meditation stuff at the other WeWork office, but if they had a built-in like, hey, for extra 10 credits a, a month or five credits a month, mm-hmm. you could go see an actual, whether it's a, a, a career coach, a therapist, a, a workplace therapist, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, I would totally, like, if we could literally do this in one of these rooms like we're doing now, yeah. um, I, would, I would be in there probably once a week, if not more. Yeah. Um, and I think... Yeah, so I think there's a lot of things that, like, organizations and co-working spaces, and I know you as a college student, like, a lot of colleges have access to different counselors and stuff, which mm-hmm. is great. I saw one at Rutgers. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's 
Those are some things I'm grateful for. It's a good question. What are you um, What are you thinking about for 2019? You're graduating in in, in, in May. So like, how do you feel about that? Or or like, what questions you have about like senior year or like last semester senior year or? about like all that like you have done mm-hmm. um yeah. like you kind of surprise yourself like oh wait no like this has been like four or five years like for me like yeah. where I've, i'm finally going to be able to graduate so i think right now it's just kind of that and like having like gratitude for the opportunities that i've had and then still just trying to like from all of that try to like assess like where i want to go The uh, one of the big questions that people ask, especially people that are stuck in their careers, whether they're 25, 35, 45 or whatever, um, mm-hmm. is and I don't know if we put it up with the like six questions to ask yourself, but like what's uh, what's something you're proud of or something you've accomplished in the last one to two years? And, and people always kind of scratch their heads like, why is, is that part of this job search thing? But mm-hmm. I think any any life changing transition or, or event. Um, it, one, it's generally probably a lonely one, um, especially job searching. Two, it's it's also conversely the most asked about, right? Like, hey, you're graduating, Jaylee, what are you doing next? Or, hey, Kevin, yeah. da, da, da. You're, it, so it's, 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 it's lonely because you're going about it, but at the same time, it's the most talked about thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good because that'll beat up on you, but I think it's good to look back at, no, like this is, this has, this is what I've accomplished in the last 24 months, or these are the five things I'm, I'm most grateful for I've accomplished because that, gives you the, the the motivation and the the steam when like oh shit I saw my my five best friends all got job offers and yeah. I still <laughs> am like 0 for 20 or um all that stuff or there's and there's different life milestones as you get older but mm-hmm. so I think looking back at and it could be the silliest thing hey I paid off my car or hey I got a car or um I managed two jobs and I was a college student leader or mm-hmm. um or you know what, I decided to turn down a job offer and get two part-time jobs or, or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think doing it your own way is, is important too, so. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's definitely like something, I, I don't know if it's just like I've been hearing this or just like things that I've been noticing, but it is like so true that everyone kind of has like their own path. Mm-hmm. And like that's kind of what I'm trying to like remind myself is like to not get beat up trying to like compare myself to other people because yeah. we're all like just on different paths yeah. and people go through things like at their own pace. Yeah. So. What I have found generally the the people that want like we talked about this a few minutes ago, like people that you think have it figured out, there there's probably something or there will be something that like eats at them that they haven't figured out but they're just not sharing or you just don't know about, which is fine. Um but I also think the people that 
think they've got it figured out early on. Like um, they try to become an adult too quick or they try to, um, they think whether it's working for a, a top five firm, whatever that is in marketing, consulting, accountancy, mm-hmm. hospital, whatever, lawyer, they think that's, they've made it. And I think they quickly realize like, yeah, making that extra $25,000 a year and having that commute or that shitty boss or whatever, mm-hmm. um, they revert backwards when they, whether that's five, 10, 15 years when they have a family or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think don't, I think for people in their early twenties, don't, if you look at the people that have the coolest jobs or make the most money or live in the coolest city, mm-hmm. um, sure that might work out for them. But generally what I've found is 75% of the time, like they decide to do make some type of transition, whether it's career, mm-hmm. moving, whatever it might be. Um, so those are the people that think they figured it out early on, they generally haven't. Yeah. So anything else you got or any other questions or topics? Um, if you don't, that's like, okay. I guess different. you kind of mentioned um, like the whole, like your two goals that are starting to come mm-hmm. into being. But like, have you heard of The Secret? Totally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so this isn't the first time, to be honest, Jaylene. So weirdly, um, I think it was grad school, so maybe 2007-ish, mm-hmm. we had a, a leadership speaker come in and um, to a, a student leadership retweet. And he, he kind of, in, a, in his own way, talked about the secret. But one of the things he had us do, and, and I as a staff or grad student participated, was like write down... Um, the three to five things on a note card that you like again whether you want to achieve in 30 days 90s etc or these are the things you want to live by every single day like write that down mm-hmm. and um i wrote that down this is i'm gonna i'm gonna have one other story so i wrote that stuff down and sure enough within like a year or two i found that like i just randomly like, put it in my sock drawer or put it in my nightstand or whatever and then i found it and like three out of five were basically in some form or another mm-hmm. coming true but the cool thing is, like, I didn't even think about it. It wasn't like every day I woke up, I have to do it. Like, yeah. it just, you put it out in the world. Mm-hmm. And then the other crazy thing is even going further back, I think it was last fall, I was at my parents' house, and I was looking through all my old college notebooks and binders and, and just all, all these different things. But I found, like, different notes I took in college, different mm-hmm. programs I was a part of. And now, like, those things I did completely correlate to, like, the way I live my life now and the, mm-hmm. the things I do with my business and, and all that stuff. And I'm like, wow, like I wasn't, wasn't even goal setting or putting out the secret back then, but mm-hmm. like I was, that was still part of me. And, and so I think that's the other thing. Sometimes you just feel like you think you've lost it or, or it's not a part of you. And that's why I think the reflection piece mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah, I've totally heard of the, of the secret. And I yeah. think it's, it's a weird thing. And, and yeah, whether you publicize it on Facebook or journal about it, or you just like think it or keep mm-hmm. it, it's totally, I think it's totally true. You, you find another cliche thing, like you find what you, you want. So whether it's negative stuff, positive stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, think that's true. Yeah. I think it's like, uh, like I personally like keep a journal, like I've mm-hmm. kept a journal yeah. since I was like six or seven actually. Yeah. Different journals, yeah, yeah, but still yeah, that sure. copy or that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I just think like that's it's a good habit to form just so that you can look back mm-hmm. and like real like sometimes you won't mm-hmm. realize like oh wait like yeah. I wrote like that I wanted this to happen and mm-hmm. it actually 
but yeah, I also like am a big believer in um, just like writing things out, and I think also like visualization, like visualization exercises yeah. are just I like I went to therapy like two years ago, and I think that's something that I like. That's one of the big things that I took away from that mm-hmm. was learning how to use that yeah. visualization exercise. Yeah. It's crazy, like how things. I haven't tried um, visual, visualization yet. I have to get, I, I've, sometimes when I meditate, I'll like think or like do something like that, but that's mm-hmm. interesting. I think there's, the one thing I, the last thing we'll leave is, I think there's many forms of journaling. So whether it's on your phone, on a, on a blog, on a notebook, mm-hmm. um, but I know like even sometimes for me, like, and I actually deleted this app off my phone, the, the um, Time Hop app. I used to be obsessed with it like two years ago, a year and a half ago, but one, it almost, because every day I saw it, like I started to just compare myself of oh, like, oh, yeah. where, I, but like, so conversely, I delete that off my phone, but um, every now and then, like I just did it probably 30, 40 days ago, I went back to like all my old YouTube feed of like all the different pieces of content I put up, videos I've done for clients, videos I've made, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll go through and like, just scroll through my Instagram account, like, oh my God, I can't, I, I can't, can't believe that six months ago that I did that. Like I never in the moment appreciated it or, or, mm-hmm. or celebrated it or maybe um, conversely like uh, mourned it, whatever it might have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a lot of, like there's a lot of different ways to journal or reflect or, mm-hmm. or move forward. So, so if you're not like a writer or a whatever, or you could do this, like I think a lot of people could just, I was telling, I think my cousin the other night, like, there's a lot of content on my phone that I just haven't shared. I just, mm-hmm. I remember two, three years ago, I, I went for a bike ride and I was completely in my own head. I was upset. I was depressed. I was frustrated with my business. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I remember just at the park, just made a video and I was like, oh, I'm going to share this. And I'm just like, I don't want to share this, but like maybe some, but like I just had to like flog it or get, uh-huh. get it recorded yeah. and speak to somebody about it. So yeah, cool. Um, this is a good first attempt at this. Do you, I love the questions that you asked. I think I'm glad you shared some of your uh, yeah. insight. Anything else you want to share or, or ask? Um, that's all I have. That's cool. Well, thank you.